This is Ozarks at Large. More than half of Arkansas residents have high blood pressure. That's a leading cause of strokes. The state is higher than the national averages when it comes to hypertension and other stroke-related factors like diabetes. And the state's population also struggles with diet and weight issues that can also lead to stroke. In recent years, the Arkansas Department of Health has created the Arkansas Stroke Registry to optimize the care for stroke patients, but also to increase public awareness about stroke prevention. We recently reached Dr. Margaret Tremwell, the director for the Washington Regional Stroke Program. She says many of the risk factors for stroke can be easily treated. With medical management and our lifestyle change, the biggest one is hypertension, and that's a silent killer. So you can have hypertension and actually not even know you have it. So it's best to go to your primary care physician for your annual wellness check and get your blood pressure checked. If your blood pressure is higher than 140 up for the top number and higher than 90 for the bottom number, then you need to have medication to get that blood pressure down. In between 120 and 140 and say 70 to 90, then physical activity, a heart healthy diet, those kinds of things can help bring the blood pressure down. She says about 30% of our Kansans have diabetes. That's another major contributing factor for strokes. And if you have diabetes, then you really want to get your blood pressure to be normal because with diabetes, automatically you have a higher risk of vascular disease or stroke. And so for those folks, they want to have their blood pressure less than 130 over 80 and medication to do that if necessary, otherwise diet and physical activity. But to treat the diabetes itself, the biggest thing a person can do for themselves is take a good heart-healthy diet that is low in the concentrated sweets. Dr. Tremwell says physical activity is an essential part of reducing both diabetes and stroke chances. At least five days a week of some kind of physical activity. It doesn't have to be strenuous. A 30-minute walk, gardening, vigorous house cleaning, yoga, tai chi, all count toward that goal. And Dr. Tremwell says attention to cholesterol levels important as well. The cholesterol that I'm talking about is your LDL cholesterol. So when you go to your doctor to, for your annual checkup, you want to know what your LDL cholesterol is. And how I remember that L stands for, well, it's a low density, but I call it your lousy cholesterol. That's your bad cholesterol. And you want that to be less than 100. And if you have diabetes, you want it to be less than 70. Your good cholesterol, which is the HDL, which I call the heavenly cholesterol, and so that you want it to be higher than 45. And controlling cholesterol can be easier with diet, reducing carbs and concentrated sweets, eating more fruits and vegetables, reducing fried food from your diet, as well as trans fats. And the first step, knowing your numbers for blood pressure and cholesterol through wellness checks with your doctor. And when you go there, don't be passive. Ask what, what was my blood pressure when they say good, you want numbers. And what is my cholesterol? And if you have diabetes, ask what your hemoglobin A1C is, which is your average blood sugar over the past three months. And for diabetes, it needs to be less than seven. And if it's not, if you don't fit those parameters, your blood pressure is not where you want it, the cholesterol or whatever, then ask your doctor, well, what do I need to do or what do we need to do? Partner with your doctor to get these numbers down. And here's a very 2021 contributing ingredient to stroke risk. Stress. Stress can create a pro-inflammatory state in our bodies that can lead to cholesterol buildup. Dr. Tremwell says physical activity can help de-stress, as can other practices. Try to find an activity that de-stresses you. Some people, it could be just reading a nice novel. 
some it is physical activity, but I think one of the things that we have missed with COVID is that we really don't have that interaction with other humans and then also that interaction with nature. We're, a lot of us, and particularly the elderly, have confined themselves pretty much to their home at least until the vaccine came out, but now, you know, now it's until you get your booster. And so I think it's really important that you find some kind of an activity, be it uh, with intellectual or reading or that sort of thing, or socializing with Zoom or getting out there in nature and get, getting a hobby or an activity. There are also important things to know about recognizing a stroke. Minutes count when a stroke is taking place because the sooner a stroke patient can be treated, the better the chances for a good recovery. Dr. Schwemwell says the phrase be fast can lead to quick recognition and faster care. And the B stands for uh, balance. So that means that you, you're walking and you're, these are all sudden onset. This is not building up over hours to days. This is like kaboom, all of a sudden you have this, that you have a loss of balance or taxi gate, you're sort of walking like you, you're going to fall to one side or the other. The E is for the eyes, and that's either seeing double in your eyes or a loss of vision in one part of space or the other, one eye or the other, that sort of thing. The fast that face is F, and that's you have the person smile, and if one side doesn't go up and the other one does, that's a sign of stroke. And then the A is for the arms. You have them put their arms out straight, and if one falls down or drifts down, that suggests that they could be having a stroke. S is for speech, and you have them talk, and usually what I have them say is, it's a sunny day in Arkansas, and either they slur it or they can't say it, then that's a sign of stroke, and can't say it is they don't have language, they can't articulate, they can't speak, it's like they've lost their dictionary, mm. and or they misuse words, uh, mispronounce them terribly, that sort of thing, and then T stands for time, and that is that we have a four and a half hour time window from when the symptoms first start to get that clot buster therapy that breaks up blood clots, which is what causes strokes, and can actually either partially or completely resolve a stroke. But you have to get to the emergency room in enough time that we can do our evaluation and get you the clot buster. And then we have a longer period of time, out to 24 hours, that if you have a great big stroke, which we call a large vessel occlusion, and that's usually like I can't move one side or I can't speak or I've lost my vision, something like that, or I can't move my eyes, those strokes we could have out to 24 hours where we could put a catheter through the groin, thread that up to the head, deploy a stent in the middle of the clot, capture that clot, collapse the stent and pull stent, clot, everything out. And we have seen some absolute miracles from that, that people that are absolutely devastated when they come into the ER, going to a nursing home, if we don't do anything. And we can actually have them to the point where they, two days later, they walk out of the hospital. But Dr. Tremwell reminds us, diet and proper attention to medical conditions can help prevent a stroke at all, as well as can finding a physical activity you like. I understand hula dancing can also qualify? Absolutely, and I am a big proponent for hula dancing. Yes. Um, and I think that's a wonderful, it's relaxing, and it's an emotional expression of um, our relationship we have with nature. Dr. Margaret Trumwell is the medical director for Washington Regional Medical Center's stroke program. We talked with her via Zoom.